Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello, this is Dr. Roberta Shaler. Have you ever been told that you should just suffer in silence when you're in a relationship moment that's not working? And maybe you generalize that to the entire relationship and you think that there is some virtue in suffering in silence. No, where the virtue lies is knowing how to communicate, when to communicate, and what to communicate. So today's show is all about why suffering in silence needlessly ruins even good relationships. So I hope you'll stay tuned because why ruin a relationship, even a relationship with yourself, by failing to speak up when it would be a really good idea? Stay tuned. Welcome to Save Your Sanity, help for handling hijackles, those difficult, toxic, and often disturbing people in your life. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler, the Relationship Help Doctor, and I'm here for you. You'll get the insights, skills, strategies, and support to stop tolerating verbal and emotional abuse, whether it's happening now or it happened to you in the past, maybe by a parent, partner, ex, relative, or even a co-worker. Time to take life back, to recover and to rediscover you, your values, dreams, desires, and realize them in healthy ways in healthy relationships. I'm so glad you're here. Maybe somewhere along the way, you have thought that keeping your mouth shut is a really good idea. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler, and I want to tell you that sometimes it truly is a good idea to keep your mouth shut, and other times it is absolutely imperative to know when to speak up. But for many of us, even as young children, we were told to be seen and not heard generally, if maybe not in those words, that was the idea. Like, who wants to hear from you? You know, if I want some music from you, I'll push the button. So today I want to talk about something that is not just related to toxic relationships, not just related to hijackles. It's related to what we bring and what we create in relationships of any kind if we have been taught that it is better not to speak up or we've lost our self-confidence or maybe we never felt confident enough to speak up and what we can do about it because there is no virtue in suffering in silence. And if you want more information from me, go to my website, transformingrelationship.com and uh, we can talk. Uh, You can actually be my client over there great offer for a one-hour initial consultation, only $97, go to beaclient.com, beaclient.com, especially if you're already resonating with the idea of, I thought it was a good idea to, to be quiet and not speak up. And yes, it is, but you have to be able to calibrate when and when not to, because don't kid yourself, Silence speaks volumes. It really does. And I don't know about all discontented married people, but the ones that I've worked with who think that suffering in silence is a good idea are actually fooling themselves. They're not contributing to the relationship in a positive way. And they may think that they're nobly, nobly suffering in silence. 
but their body language and their behaviors are screaming loud and clear. And it's also highly likely that they complain bitterly about their suffering to anyone who will listen. And this is the problem. Suffering in silence is the exact opposite of healthy living. It's a poor and it really can be highly toxic approach to relationships. So why do so many married and supposedly committed people do this? So I'll give you a few examples from some couples I've worked with. He didn't know how to give voice to his feelings and issues. That might be you. Maybe you need to learn how to get in touch with your feelings and issues and then give voice to them in a way that the other person can hear. You know, in my book, Kaizen for Couples, I give many, many strategies for improving your communication so that you can learn how to give voice to feelings and issues. Another person in a couple, neither of them knew how to communicate clearly and solve conflicts because they just didn't know what they really thought or exactly what was bothering them. So they didn't give voice to it, of course, because they felt inarticulate and it was just some vague feeling. Or another example, neither of them had any role models in their lives who demonstrated, never in their life had they had a role model who demonstrated how healthy, mutual, supportive, loving relationships actually work. So we learn what we see, especially when we're children. And if we were raised in a family where everyone was suffering in silence, no one said boo to a goose, and and no one spoke up when things really needed resolving, then we wouldn't have a good model for that being a good idea. Or another couple, she didn't fear, sorry, she didn't feel secure, safe, or certain about speaking up, so she didn't. Another, both of them knew that when they were angry, they couldn't depend on themselves to speak up civilly, so they just didn't take the chance and fell silent. Well, when you're angry, it's a good time to be silent some, sometimes if you know you're going to lose it or blow it, but it still needs to be talked about after the anger is over. So married people, or any people in a committed living relationship, along with others, supposedly suffer in silence and stew, but do they really? No, they don't really suffer in silence, except for a few saints, I guess, or people who want to be saints. Because hardly their bodies, the energy, their body language, scream their displeasure to everyone in the room, including the spouse they're supposedly holding their tongue with. <laughs> so, you know, people have a way of telegraphing their feelings. And if you go into that collapsed place, that silent place, that giving up place, that's obvious too. That's very damaging to you. So it really is important and imperative to learn how to communicate, how to get in touch with your feelings, and then to give them voice in, a, in the best way that the other person can possibly hear you. It's possible that folks who button up and bottle up recall prior negative experience associated with speaking up. Maybe that happened to you. I've tried to speak up. I got squashed like a gnat. Things didn't go any better. I'm going to not go to try that again. 
So because things didn't go well or the result crushed them, now they don't want to risk their self-esteem or the relationship again. And that was what was going on with one of my couples. They were really wise to seek some professional help because the relationship each one of them had with themselves and the one they were creating with their partner was teetering on very shaky underpinnings. Too often, folks in my office proudly tell me that they've never had a fight. (laughs) Yeah, I look at them and I see tense, anxious, constricted, passive, and unhappy people who are holding on to a myth of wedded bliss. They think that this is what a relationship is supposed to look like, and they think not fighting is it. Oh yeah, they fight, it's just not out loud. Does that ring any bells for you? You know, you think back to the relationship you grew up in, think about the relationship you're in now. Anything seem to be that people think that they're being quiet while their entire body is screaming. So these silent sufferers, they have huge conversations in their head, and likely with anybody else who will listen, (laughs) about the unfairness, the damage, the idiocy, the crassness, the thoughtlessness, and the lack of sensitivity of their partners. Just the look on their faces when they talk about their partner screams pain. And this is poison to the relationship and to the health of the person who's suppressing. And here's a huge glaring mistake. Really take note of this one. A huge glaring mistake. Too many people talk to their kids about their frustrations with their partners. Do not do this. Your children are not your confidants. They deserve to just be kids, unburdened by adult matters. You choose your partner, not them. So work it out with your partner. Your kids love the other parent. It's your job to listen and help them, not the other way around. So don't be using your kids as your best friends and chatting with them about your relationship. It's just not fair. Insights and skills are the antidotes to this relationship problem. So, any of this ringing a bell? Are you suffering in silence? Maybe you didn't have such an easy time early on in life. Maybe you had big issues in your family that kept you quiet and maybe you had to keep secrets. Or maybe you never had someone who really cared how you felt at all. You might have no sense that it's safe to share. And yes, let me put this big caveat in here. If you're with a hijackle, many times it isn't safe to share. And you have to learn how to deal especially with a hijackle those toxic, difficult people. But if you've never had a sense that it's safe to share when you were young, hijackal or not, it can lead to shutting down when strong feelings overwhelm you. So loving someone and hating their behavior without the skills to work it out shuts you down. Loving someone but not liking or valuing yourself very much 
leads to wanting to please other people. We all know the phrase people-pleasing, and we all know that people-pleasing is not a healthy way to live your life. So having been told that nice people don't make waves, did you hear that when you were a kid? Nice people don't make waves. That can lead to self-loathing when you're dying to speak up. And you could feel like you're dying inside. We don't want that. We want healthy communication, healthy expression, but we don't want blame, shame, judge, and justify. No, we don't want that. So we have to learn techniques that work. We need to have strategies. We need to understand what's going on within us and learn to clarify that so that we can speak up and feel empowered to speak up. Because it's also conflicting that in the extreme, this one reason why quiet, seemingly nice people kill their spouses is being all bottled up and not having a voice. They stood in silence. They didn't get help. And finally, they could only see one way to stop the pain, and that was to eradicate the supposed cause. And this kind of intimate partner violence, this happens. You know, people who suffer in silence and don't have a voice and are constantly being put down, especially by a very overt hijackles, they just sometimes don't have the ability to resist it anymore and they finally want to put an end to it. And this happens. We read about it in the news frequently. But because they were stewing in silence, they didn't or couldn't get help or couldn't see their way clearly to getting help. The only way that they could stop the pain was to eradicate the cause, as I said. But at what cost? My goodness, now the person who eradicated the cause is off in prison somewhere. The children are dispersed. No one to look after them that is either mother or father. Um, We just continue the pain in different forms. But we understand why it can get absolutely intolerable. But let's talk about healthy relationships. Healthy partners, healthy partnerships are open, safe, honest, respectful, and trusting. You know, in Kaizen for Couples, I talk about the five relational gifts you have to have within yourselves to give to the relationship. Those are honesty, safety, trust, respect, and reliability. If those aren't present, you've got work to do. And if you haven't had these things that I was mentioning, open, safe, and uh, relationship, if you haven't had those things in earlier relationships, you might not know how to give or receive them now. And so that's the next learning. So if you don't know how to give or receive them and you go into shutdown, your internal wisdom simply says, stay silent. And yes, it has its moments when it's best to stay silent. But you can't live like that. That is too hard. That is too unrealistic. That won't move forward in any way. So you need strategies. And as I said, I'm always here for you. Just go to beaclient.com. Let's talk through what's going on in your relationship. Beaclient.com. So why do committed folks suffer in silence? 
Well, as I've mentioned, they don't know how to speak up and stay safe. Those two things have to go together, and you must be able to do both. And if you cannot, you need to learn to speak up and stay safe at the same time. And if you're in a couple's relationship and you want all this to end and the relationship has value to you, then best to learn together because you both contribute to releasing the problem and creating healthier solutions that will work for the rest of your time together. So it's a very good thing to go together and get help. And remember, relationships get stronger and become safer and more intimate by working through and learning things together. So I know sometimes it takes summoning up some courage to say to your partner, we need help. Your partner may accept that idea, may be relieved by that idea, or they may be, I need some time to process that idea, but start the conversation. Because you can point out that it's not failing if you need help. Strong people who care about themselves get help right away. You don't leave your broken down car by the side of the road, walk away and get another one, do you? No, you take it to somebody who can help you get the car fixed back on the road in good condition, probably ready to last for a whole long time. And you can do the same with a relationship. You know, sometimes people ask me what I do and I tell them I'm a life mechanic because that's what I can do. I can help you. So you don't abandon the relationship at the side of the road simply because you didn't know how to talk to each other. So today's point, suffering in silence is unhealthy and unnecessary. Got that? Unhealthy and unnecessary. It's likely you're both just scared to open up you're scared to be vulnerable and transparent and you may not know why or maybe it's never been safe before. So you can end the suffering and end the silence and move toward a wonderful, safe, intimate relationship if you're not with a hijackle. You can move toward a wonderful, safe, intimate relationship that you know in your heart is what you really want And if your partner wants that too, then come on along and get some help. Let's talk. Beaclient.com. If you're not ready for that, go and have a look at transformyourrelationship.com. Oh, wrong. Transformingrelationship.com. That's my website. Go to my YouTube channel, 4FOR Relationship Help, H-E-L-P. So much there for you if you want to get used to the idea of getting some help. And if you're ready, I'm ready to help you. But please, please, please stop suffering in silence. Take some action. You deserve to be able to communicate, to know what you want to communicate, to know how to communicate it. And your body will thank you for it. And you will be very glad you did. Let's talk soon. I'm so glad you spent this time with me today. I hope you heard something that touched your heart and empowered you to move forward. You can have the life and relationships that you most want, and that begins with you within you today. I'm always here for you. Life can get better, 
And you heard that from me, the Relationship Help Doctor. I'm Roberta Shaler, and I work with clients throughout the world through video conferencing. We can talk. So learn more at 4RelationshipHelp.com, F-O-R, Relationship, H-E-L-P.com, or visit me on YouTube at 4RelationshipHelp. Join me for next week's show.